Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I'm Roy Burton alongside me, as always, the tag team partner and a man who, if you are interested in flash photography, is going to give you a good five seconds of posing, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this? As always, air quote, Saturday morning, sir. What month are we in on this thing? Like, I, like uh, I, I'm starting to feel like, like we are almost approaching the anniversary. I don't mean yes. the, I don't mean the three-year anniversary of the Super Bowl, which was no. like, air quotes, a couple days ago. Correct. Like, I, I mean, it's it's just starting to feel like, like, we need this to be over because, damn it, like, people, like, need some, like, I, I realize, like, I used to joke about being, like, antisocial, but damn, there really is some level of, of, of socialness a human being needs regularly yeah yeah there's like and as you said you know we are for most of us we are kind of close to week uh week geez feel, i wish it was a week month <laughs> 11 in uh in Remember the um, they said yo we we gonna open up easter yeah easter. <laughs> we might not even open up easter 2021 no 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 no, no. like for those of us because a lot of us have been in the house a lot of us you know like atlanta and florida never went in the house so but for those of us who have been in the house again we are kind of approaching a uh, month 11 of this stay at home during the pandemic, socially distancing and all that stuff. And like you said, it is, um, it's taxing on a lot of people. And again, for those of you who have been, you know, abiding by the rules as much as you can, you know, hopefully you guys have been able to, whenever you can, you know, responsibly, hopefully you've been able to go outside and see a little bit of the sun and kind of do all the stuff that we did, you know, under normal circumstances and took for granted um, yes. before all this stuff kind of happened. But for those of you who haven't been able to do that, um, you know, Unfortunately, you know, well, hopefully, I should say, hopefully, you know, the uh, light is at the end of the tunnel because, again, the vaccines are beginning to roll out. I've, I've seen that people are like a million people, is it a million people a day are getting vac- vaccinated now? Um, so hopefully, you know, wherever you live, the vaccine is being rolled out appropriately and not being given to 22-year-old um, grad students who are giving it to their friends, um, as would happen in Philadelphia, which is insane to me. Um, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I don't want to rant about that because again, we could talk about that the whole show. But no, because there's a lot to rant about because yes. we have a we have a football game, the final football game of I have no once again I have no idea how we got to this point. A, an actual Super Bowl with 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 two with two teams that legally got there or like reasonably got there, and it just feels like there's not like there's hype. But it's mm-hmm. not like, could you imagine if this were like a, a normal year and you'd have Mahomes, the, the old head versus the young bull? 
like I, I mean, like you, like you couldn't. Ask, Roger Goodell could not have asked for a better Super Bowl matchup. No, no, like you, like you said, you know, we got here two hundred and sixty nine games in. We got the matchup that again, if if you could script it, you know, like like the young goat versus the the kid goat, the the, the future goat. You have uh, Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, it's bigger than that. It's Bucks versus Chiefs. Um, a game in Tampa Bay again. If you want to add to the storyline, um, the yeah, first so, time ever. So many things. The first team to ever play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. A right. team going trying to go back to back. I mean, uh, like both quarterbacks trying to like add to their legacy, which is. Like it, it, like thinking back on it, Roy. It's like, how how did me personally doubt that old man? Because like I, I mm-hmm. mean, the dude is like I, I mean, he made it, and like six weeks ago, we didn't think he'd make it. We didn't think they would win a playoff game. Yeah, and and, and we're again, we're here. Tom Brady's there again against the Chiefs. We're gonna obviously focus on a lot of that, a lot of football in this edition of the Broad Street Line. Of course, we have some local football to talk about because. One of the quarterbacks on our team is making the rounds at the virtual media day at Jalen Hurts. Another quarterback <laughs> um, is persona non grata and is being traded by every uh, media type um, in America. Uh, Where so is we'll he talk at? About that. Like, okay. the, uh, who knows? Who knows? The, now, like, so the dude just like popped on FaceTime, did that Ryan McLeod video, and was like, I'm out. Peace. Peace. <laughs> See you guys. So we'll talk about Jalen Hurts. We'll talk about Carson Lentz. We'll talk about Super Bowl 55. Um, and and as we talked about earlier, we will talk about the World Wrestling Federation Royal Rumble and the road to WrestleMania. And, of course, the Hot Sixers. The Sixers, the best team in the Eastern Conference. Again, is this real? Is this a mirage? What can we take out of all this? So a another lot of stuff bar, to get to. Oh, sorry, another, yeah. bar, another um, game at full strength on Thursday against the – can we get – like this is what's killing the NBA right now. It's like these, these, these uneven games. I mean, like how – this isn't this isn't competition. I know, I know, guys sit out, in mm-hmm. regular, but there have been way too many games for whatever reason, whether it's COVID injury, where like twenty five percent of the team isn't available. Well, a lot of the a lot of the guys who the the Trailblazers guys who missed the game on Thursday, air quotes, yes, um, were legit injuries. But again, there's there, like you said, there's some teams like Boston had a bunch of guys who were out. I know the, the Grizzlies missed like a week and a half. They couldn't even play a game because of uh, COVID COVID tracing. Um, but look, like hockey in the NHL, three teams are just shut down. Like there's three teams that cannot play, so it could be worse. I guess I guess yeah. I guess was what I'm saying. It could be worse in the NBA, but the NBA is taking the Roger Goodell approach to all this and just kind of you know broding through the season um, without stopping. We'll talk about what they plan to do um, in March, which sounds a little weird to me with that All Star game. But we'll get into all that on this edition of the Broad Street Line, as we always say. Sit back, relax. Take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future of Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? No, I think you're going to – I think you know what shout-out we need to give. It's for a man that's I, – I, I mean, like, I had no idea he was 89 years old. But, like, it really is for many folks the introduction to college basketball and, hell, basketball. Because yeah, I, 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 I still remember, like, two of my, like, earliest memories that I can remember as a, as, as a young bull was – Dr. J's last game as a Sixer and Ramon Rivas. Like, no, like, no, and, and, and John and those Temple tees, because at that time, the t- Temple basketball was probably the best basketball that was going on in Philadelphia. Yeah, what, what Chris is referring to is uh, the Temple basketball program helmed by um, a man who, um, again, is an all time legend, both on and off the court, uh, John Chaney, who passed away. 
um, earlier, or January 29th, I should say, at the age of 89. Um, there's not much. Let's let's get all the debate, the, the, the numbers out of the way first. John Cheney, again, 741 career wins, 516 of those wins coming at Temple University, coach of the year in 1988, you know, during that run that Chris said that Temple basketball was probably uh, the most, you know, the, the best program, sports program, probably in the city. Named to the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2001. Um, they had that run, you know, during that time uh, where they made the NCAA tournament 17 out of 18 years. Um, five elite eights over the span of 14 seasons. Only missed the postseason one time, and that was his first year at Temple. All that stuff's great. And again, he won the Division II title at Cheney State back in 1978. All that stuff is great. But obviously, you know, I know everybody listening, a lot of people listening know that John Cheney's impact is bigger than just numbers and wins and all the stuff that those teams did on the court. Cause to me, you know, as a temple fan, that stuff's great. But to me, the thing that I take out, take the most out of John Cheney is that his legacy is that he literally raised, I'll use the word raised, raised yep. hundreds, maybe thousands, if you want to count them all of incredible men, just great human beings. Like just guys who, again, who, who, you know, went on to do great things, both in basketball, outside of basketball, he was a head coach for, decades how many guys like again who played under him who worked with him as assistant coaches how many guys have you ever heard of you you know who john cheney guys getting in trouble how many of oh. those guys have you ever heard of you know running the foul of the law and getting repped in some stuff like those guys these guys never never do anything wrong they did they just they just i don't they're just upstanding citizens it yeah. sounds corny but he literally raised you know generations of really good men and that's more important than any wins and losses on the statue. Yeah, no, I mean, he really is that guy who filled the role for hundreds, like you said, hundreds of men. Like, I, I mean, like, maybe not all of them didn't have a father figure, but some of them, like, he filled a familial role. Mm-hmm. And that kind of set the stage for the rest of their lives. And, I, I mean, to a, to, a, to, a, to, a man, to a man or a woman, media person, fan, Anyone who's interacted with the guy player, like I, I mean, they realize his lasting impact, which is right. like you said, like I, I mean, giving like these guys, like like giving some of these players who wouldn't have had a chance to go to college, mm-hmm. and 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 to and to the players' credit, this wasn't easy, like it, the, like the six a.m. like the regimented way because Coach Cheney felt that, like I, I and and like and. To be and Roy, this is a different era. Like I, I mm-hmm. don't know if a John Cheney could, frankly, exist in, in like in this generation. Like yeah. it was, it, it was a very like I, I don't know, like not militarial, but I mean, like it was like like get your ass out of bed. Like mm-hmm. no, and like like and, and and sometimes people exist in the right generations. Like I, I mean, and and I and I think the world's grateful John Cheney existed when he did. Because I don't like I, I mean if we're being honest, I don't think that John Cheney could 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 exist right now. Yeah, John Cheney now would not would not exist because again, like you just because quite frankly, you just couldn't get the talent yeah. to buy into that. Like you said, the, the kind of the regimented system, kind of like the militaristic kind of system to get up at six AM for practice kind of thing, you know, like all the stuff that John Cheney um, you know, look good, you know, all the time while you're on the road representing the school, that kind of stuff. Like a lot of like you could couldn't get guys to buy into that. And, yeah. and again, like you said, like it worked in the mid eighties, worked in the late eighties, you know, worked to, you know, in the nineties or whatever, 
that doesn't work in 2021. Like it doesn't work when these kids, you know, you, when you see the kids, you know, who are YouTube stars since they were 14 years old or 12 years old or whatever. Could you imagine a Temple, a John Cheney athlete putting his IG story live in the locker room? Oh yeah, oh no, that, and that's why, and that's why you know when when Temple, you know when when uh, when during the end of, of Cheney's run, you know they stopped making the NCAA tournament, but they still made the NIT tournament. Um, and I was like, you know what? That's just because you can't get those guys. Like, those guys that you get, because quite frankly, they didn't have that many McDonald's All-Americans. But they had good players and who, who Cheney was able to coach up. But at some point, you're not even going to be able to get those, you know, borderline, you know, McDonald's All-Americans. Because, again, they're going to say 6 o'clock practices. I'm not doing that. Like, you know, I'm, you know I've been a star. You know, like, I like, look at my IG page. You know, I have <laughs> 150,000 Twitter followers. You know, why am I going to listen to this, you know, 70-year-old dude telling me to get up at 630 in the morning? Even though, even though you look at his track record and it's amazing, again, it doesn't sink in when you're, you know, 18, 19 yeah. years old. No, but I, I I, mean, like, and kudos to coach to not waver and not change. Sometimes, you, you know what, sometimes change, like, like, like you can change for the sake of change, but if you don't, then, you know what, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, like, sometimes it's just not in your will to, I, I mean, cater to an athlete. And, right. and you know what? John Cheney was never about that. And frankly, he should never should have been about that. No, no. John Cheney, like you said, never, never catered, you know, never wavered, never catered to anybody. Again, huge Frank Sinatra fan. And he did it his way. You know, like John Cheney always did it his way. Um, again, you know, with no, you know, you know, with basically blatant disregard to anybody who wanted to, who wanted to challenge him. And I, and I know everybody, you know, the first thing, a lot of people, when you first thing you hear, think of John Cheney, you think of the Calipari story. You know how he, you know, threatened to kill Calipari at the press conference. Talk to John Calipari, or listen, listen to John Calipari today talk about John Cheney, the reverence that he uses to talk they, about they John were, Cheney. They were great friends till the end. Yeah, I, they, they, I, were friends. I mean, they talked all the time. You know. Yeah, no, it's and 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 not to get past that, like we're old and like I, I mean, like at some at some point, people were able to have deep rooted disagreements or fights mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. and and kind of get past it and once again i don't know if that can happen now because things just 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 get so amplified that that you really have to like bunker down and say no i'm not but like once again a john cal like could you imagine if that john if that if that incident happened on during the social media era? yeah like imagine you yeah, just 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 Let's take today. Let's take to let me um like I don't know Bill Self and Shaka Smart. Let me just pick two coaches. Pick two kind of pretty decent coaches. If they had a press con- if they had an incident at a press conference like that, this will be all over the place. Like it would be like first of all, it'd be retweeted and shared on Instagram and TikTok all over all over the place. But it would be so personal. It would be so like you know in your face. I don't even know if those two dudes could ever sit down and kind of talk it out because like they would have to be reminded of it every thirty seconds. Every time. Oh, no, what, no, around. like what what. What would stop people for clamor to have one of those coaches fired? Yeah, no, you're absolutely. They absolutely. Yeah, if this was a shock. If Shaka Smart went after Bill Self or Coach K or whoever in a post game press conference, Shaka Smart would be fired tomorrow. I mean, yeah. it's just like it's crazy. And and you know, and again, like you said, like it's, it kind of sounds like you know we're kind of this old school kind of you know we drink motor oil kind of era or whatever like that. But it was it was different back then. And it was. No, but was but Different doesn't mean bad. It just means different. It's different right. mindsets, and, and 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 I think that that's that's what people need to just grasp. It's just different. Like I, I mean, we're not trying to like no. And like I don't remember the, that being the, any clamor for 
John Chaney be fired after that? Like, I, I mean, you probably yeah, not had usually, yeah, no, no, but like people were just like, that's John Chaney be John Chaney, yeah. and you know what? Like, it'll boil up because the psych, like the new cycle ended. Like, I, I mean, like when you only have three, six, and ten, and maybe <laughs> ESPN driving from Bristol. Like, I mean, what coverage was there? Like, I, I mean, like there were so many times Gary Papa could go. Like, it, it really just what like those are in like there are just so many instances of of events that happened in the 80s and early 90s. Like, I, I mean, pre like Bulls. I, I, I mean, there are just things that just like happened because of, of the time. And it doesn't mean it shouldn't happen again. It's just just leave it at that story. Right. And and like you said, like John Cheney was, you know, the ideal coach for that. He coached at the right time. He coached in that in that, you know, the pre-internet era um, before all that stuff, you know, came through. But let me just say, let me just wrap up with this. You know, and there's a public memorial, by the way, for John Cheney at Temple at the Leah Core Center on this Monday. I believe it starts at nine. I'm not 100 percent sure of that. But let me say this. Temple University would not be Temple University without John Cheney, period, point blank. Like the the the. The uh, the standing of the university would not be what it was. The student body, the alumni, none of that would be at the level that it currently is now without John Cheney. Because quite frankly, John Cheney and that basketball program was a huge draw for that university for decades. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I went to Temple. I'm sure it's one of the reasons why you know a bunch of like, a lot of alumni. I mean, like, I would say John Cheney was the driving factor in me going to Temple. I, I mean, there are a lot, but like, I think this is what like made John Cheney Temple the brand recognition. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't much brand recognition at Temple other than John Cheney. Like, right. I, I mean, it was a, it, it was a, it, it was a, it, it was a university on the campus in North Philly where, frankly, people that didn't live there were scared to go there. Yep. And like, I mean, like it took a leap of like, it took someone like John Cheney and to say, and that's why, like, I, I mean, like we talk about sports and it's obviously important to us, but like it, that's why having athletics and like brand recognition helps to be like, oh, okay. Like you can have this great university in like an urban setting and not feel like threatened. I mean, like, that's like, I mean, like that was the, that was the seed that planted what Temple is now. Mm-hmm. And, and again, the Temple University, again, you know, hopefully, you know, for those of you, those who have connections to Temple University, hopefully, again, you realize that, that again, the university would not be, again, where it is today, you know, without those seeds that, that John Cheney planted. Because again, like you said, in the 80s, like all you thought of, all you thought of Temple University, like you didn't really, you, they're really, in the early 80s, you really didn't have any thoughts of, of Temple University. In the mid 80s, it was John Cheney and Bill Cosby. That was it. Like, yeah. That's all people knew about Temple University. Um, in the 80s, and like you said, it's in North Philly, and you don't want to go there. Yeah, uh, no, I'll be honest, like, like, but it, it takes it, it, it takes that, like, like that kind of, like, I don't know, um, like that linchpin to say, mm-hmm. oh, oh, okay, like, I mean, when you think about Temple University before this week, you still think John Chaney is probably one of the five things you think about, and he's been gone for how long? Yeah, but say, hasn't coached, hasn't coached here since was it 2006? I believe it was. Yeah. So 15 ish years. Um, again, the first thing you think of, or one of the first things you think of is John Cheney. Like I said, like he, he and John, John Thompson at Georgetown, they're kind of intertwined in that way because again, Georgetown wouldn't be Georgetown without John Thompson. And again, the two of them kind of, you know, kind of, you know, battled it out in the eighties. And a lot of people literally thought that Temple and Georgetown were HBCUs because of John Cheney and John Thompson. That's how much of a standing those two schools got 
you know, in the community at large, and especially in the black community, because again, you know, especially with Georgetown, um, when you saw Georgetown on, on TV all the time. So John Cheney, again, just a, a massive figure, again, both on and off the court. If you're not familiar with John Cheney, and if you're from around here, you probably are, but if you're not, uh, again, there's tons, there have been tons of great tributes and articles and pieces that have been written the last few weeks, last week or so. I so mean, Roy, can, how great were those annual Christmas day, daily oh, news lives? Like, I, 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 mean, I hope like, they replay those because those were amazing. Yeah, like, I, I mean, if NBC Sports had, like, their priorities straight. Like, I, I mean, like, like that was – it was almost annual. And, like, and they didn't cover much new ground. <laughs> like, I, I don't even think they may have covered new ground at all. It was the same conversation. <laughs> it was, like, maybe a variation of a story. It, but it was, like, that's – not to get all motor oil, but that was just another time where, like, yeah. people can – like, there were no hot takes. Like, I mean, it was just – Dick Girardi, Mike Curtin, Michael Barkhead, just listening to a man just tell story after story and everyone just like glued to and and it's and it's funny, Roy, like no one had these experiences. Like I, I mean, like no one, like I, I mean, like that's why he connected. Like I, I mean, and you see his circle. I, I mean, like he really like he has friends of every type. And I think that is a symbol of a man that touched so many people. Yeah, uh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, um, Chris is referring to the uh, the, the yearly um, appearances by John Cheney on a program called back then called Daily News Live, on a channel called Comcast Sportsnet back then, which eventually became what we know as NBC Sports Philadelphia. So John Cheney would come in during the week of Christmas, and he would just sit down and just talk. And it, yes. would, be, it would I, I don't even know if it was an hour, two hours. It would just be he would just talk, and they would just kind of keep the cameras on. And he would talk, and it was just like it was just three, you know, two like you said, two sports writers and Michael Barkan. And John Cheney would talk 95% of the time. And it was the greatest TV ever. And it was just an old old guy talking about, you know, telling stories. Um, but because, again, John Cheney has tons or had tons and tons of stories. You know, played in – he was the MVP of the Eastern Basketball League. You know, he coached JV at Sayre. He coached high school at Gratz. I mean, he's like, like the man's been around the, the game of basketball for, you know, for like decades. Like the man is a revered like – he's in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Like he, and, no, <laughs> and, and, and he's been – in the area forever. It's yeah. not like he's some transplant that came from Texas. I mean, he literally it's like he's run the and like the Philly gamut of of sports. Yeah, like I'm gonna like he played basketball, Will Chamberlain and Guy Rogers and all these. Like he's been around all this. Like Philadelphia, like he's entwined in the history of Philadelphia basketball. Um, so again, so if you don't, if you aren't familiar with John Cheney, you know, please you know do yourself a favor and learn about John Cheney. Again, just his, his impact both on and off the court. Just an amazing, amazing man. So, again, so our condolences, you know, with his family and, and friends and loved ones uh, during this time. And, again, John Cheney is always going to have a special place, again, for me, for you, for a lot of people who attended Temple University because, again, he is intertwined with with the school that, that, that you know, we went to, that we love uh, very, very much. Um, we're talking about college basketball, but we have to switch gears a little bit and talk about professional football because – Again, this is a big weekend in this, in professional football. Not so well. It could be a big weekend. Well, maybe though. Let me see. Well, actually, this is Saturday as we're doing this. So <laughs> I will say Saturday as we're doing this is probably some kind of um embargo on any on any um wheeling and dealing. So I would assume that by the time this airs, a certain quarterback hasn't been traded yet. But if you want to read the tea leaves, as you pointed out, it appears. That you can't have these two, the two quarterbacks, the suit starting, starting air quotes, quarterbacks on this Eagles team, apparently won't be in the same locker room next year. You said it was impossible for it to happen. I said, 
Why the heck not? Now everybody's saying it's not going to happen. No, like I, this is why sports really like once people overanalyze sports is when people get stuff wrong. I, mm-hmm. I mean, like I like, and, and oh my God, I've been wrong thousands of times about sports, but I just felt like if, if this one person was a symbol of this dude's pers- I mean, precipitous, like what, what's precipitous, yeah, precipitous. what's precipitous <laughs> on steroids? Like yeah. I, I, I like, like it, it's just people are like, and of course people are taking the, like, Putting the human element. Oh, Carson Wentz should be like I don't know, like I don't know, should be upset that he got benched. But you're gonna not take that into account, but take the human effect to say the same dude who's this ang- upset and frankly unaccountable for his actions is gonna sit in the same quarterback room for a dude he who he feels is a threat to his job. It, it just wasn't happening, and it's like they can sugarcoat the like they can window dress it with Sirianni. I don't even think you're window dressing at this point. I mean, like what's the guy? He was asked a direct question. Can you guarantee the Carson Wentz is on the roster? Not if he's going to be a quarterback. Not if he's going to be the starter. Is he going to be on the roster? Nick Sirianni says, we're, 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 I, I can't answer that. I'm that's like, not, that's not, that is, he does not control the 53. That That's not a lie. That's not a lie. It's not, I mean, again, it's not like, I'm not going to, it's not a lie. Oh, <laughs> and by the way, like, I, I, I know, and, by the way, I know it's a week, but are people really like, like, that full of themselves where you're like literally criticizing an NFL coaches, like, like first interview, like, like press conference. I'm well, like, that press conference was, was bad. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's not, it wasn't great, but that, again, I don't care. Yes. I mean, I don't, I mean, Who I cares? Care. Like, is it the worst? <laughs> it, it was the worst one. The guy would like setting one. The guy's just set up to fail on every level here. Like, I, I, yeah. So I, I mean, like, if it was, is the dude nervous? Damn right. He is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know what? Like I, I still don't know. Like, I don't obviously. <laughs> I have so many questions. Like, what is what's going to be the resolution to this? Like, I, I mean, what is the sequence of events that, in your mind, will happen in the so, next in the next what thirty days? Because 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 he's because that roster bonus date's coming up real soon. So March 19th is the roster bonus date for one Carson J. Wentz who gets the super bag. Is it 10? Is it 10 million? I had the number. I don't have it in front of me. Oh, no, it's 15. 15 million. Okay. Uh, we'll roster, uh, Mark, it's, th- it's two days after the start of the, the league year. So March 19th is the day. Um, let's let's kind of walk through this for a second. So Joe Banner, who apparently is just, just locked into this Eagle situation, says that, Quote, I'm gonna read this quote. At this point, it seems Carson, it seems clear. Oh, no, sorry. It, yes. it is $10 million. It is 10 million. Okay. Yeah. It seems clear that Carson Wentz will not be an Eagle this coming season. People should be realistic about what car what the Eagles may get back. It will depend on how many teams are really interested. Either they will draft someone or they are betting on Hertz as their starter. So that's that was on Thursday. That was Joe Banner on Twitter. According to the NFL network on Thursday as well, they said the Eagles are fielding calls from teams but are not actively shopping wits. Also on Thursday, Adam Schefter said the following, the Eagles, you know, he has a feeling that Carson Wentz won't be here and the Eagles would want a first-round pick in return. And the man who who decides to chime in on anything Eagles-related whenever a microphone's put in front of his face, Donovan McNabb said it is best if the Eagles trade Wentz, but he said how he is tied to Carson. So if they do it, they got to get a good haul back. So that's where we are right now. Actually, Donovan is a complete idiot. Because he's really not like you know who Carson <laughs> you, you you know who Howie Roseman's like like legacy rides on Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts right. because like 
Jalen Hurts was was the hamster that got this entire thing. Like it literally is the wheel that got like. If Jalen Hurts doesn't get drafted, we're not having any of these conversations. We're not. But Donovan, not to defend Donovan, but Donovan's basically saying, you just gave Carson the bag and now you're trading him. That looks bad for you, which it does. It does. No, but, so, but what would look worse? Trading Jalen Hurts when you drafted him, when you basically drafted him and sell and indirectly sabotage the entire team. Because that, that <laughs> I wish there was, there needs to be like, Bo Wolf or Sheila or someone needs to do a full, like you can write a 35,000 page article, uh, like word article about what happened from the John Jalen Hurts got drafted to today. Because like, I like, like you could, you could, I think you could have gotten past all of the noise between Carson and Doug. Like, I don't know, uh, like the coaching, like the coachability, because I really think the drafting of Jalen Hurts just accelerated, like Carson Wentz is just angst. <laughs> well, right, well, let's 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 all right. Let's run it back for a second. Let's say they don't draft Jalen Hurts, but let's say Carson Wentz stinks anyway. Let's just assume, okay? Yep. Let's just assume that Carson Wentz stinks anyway. That's not a that's not a bad look for everybody involved. Still, N- well, no, because your option, like there would be like like one you would. Your optionality would be gone. You'd say, you know what? We don't have any choice but to but to reclamate this guy, because there's no. Like, I, 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 if you have the six pick in the draft, I don't know. I really don't know. If if Carson, if you didn't have Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz just stunk for sixteen games, and you're sitting there with the number six pick in the draft, you got an option now. Whether or not you want to pull the nuclear option, that's on you. Do you think that's a better option than Jalen Hurts? Do I think the, the the sixth pick in the draft is better than Jalen Hurts? Yes. You can convince me. You know, I never really thought about it, but you can convince me of that. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I'm going to say this. If Jalen Hurts is really – and again, Jalen Hurts can be fine. That's great or whatever. But if Jalen Hurts is really, really, really good, like he's going to be like a starter level good, he'd have been a first-round pick. But he wasn't. Yeah, it, so. even <laughs> if he would have been the last pick. Because, yeah. one, like, I, I, I mean, they're like – for for everything that's said about Jordan Love, he was a first round pick. Mm-hmm. So the Packers felt compelled to draft him. The first. Yeah, they, they didn't wait till he was there because frankly, he probably would have been there in the second round. But they felt Clorox knows you want your clothes smelling fresh and clean. But so what happens? That's why we created Clorox fabric sanitizers to freshen up your clothes between washes, pre-treat extra stinky laundry, and make sure every last odor comes out in the wash. Clorox fabric sanitizers take care of all that and eliminate 99% of odor-causing bacteria. Plus, they're bleach-free and safe for all colors and fabrics. When it counts, trust Clorox. Look in your home. Look in your office. Look in your home office. Everywhere you turn, there's so much smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart, too. Our game-changing FlexPath format puts you in control of your master's degree, so you can learn how, when, and where you want. Smart, huh? Yeah, we think so, too. So if you want to take the next step in your career, make Capella your first step. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Like, or in their intel said, yo, we got to get them right now. So, no, it, it, it really... Like, did... Like, did Jalen Hurts, like, I don't know, say he doesn't like Jesus? Like, I'm still trying to figure out what, like, what has caused 
Like, what part of Jalen Hurts has caused this meltdown? Because it's a meltdown. Caused a meltdown with Carson Wentz. Well, no, I can't. We're never going to figure that out. Like, we'll never know. Like, we'll never like. You can't unless Carson Wentz lets you into his psyche. We'll never understand. Because like, we'll, we'll what? Go. Like, do you think he should leak? No. And I thought about this while I, I was taking a hitman break today. Is maybe just maybe, and I don't know. Like, I don't know. This is completely speculatory. That maybe Howie, Jeff, and and Carson, and and and, and Sirianni. Have said, okay, we're gonna trade you, but you really need to keep all this under wraps. Like you can't leak. But the leaks are happening, so I don't know. Like, like all these leaks are at. But maybe they're just trying to maximize because they're trying to maximize his value. Because once Carson Wentz pulls a Deshaun Watson and says, "I want to be traded," all his trade value, the little that he had, is gone. Well, again, you would think so, but again, we saw a quarterback. But he hates, but he hates the organization, so <laughs> I don't know. So, so he doesn't feel he owes them anything, right? But we saw, but we just saw a quarterback who said, "Hey, man, I played my last game for my team. You know, I'm done. I'm going to move on." Get traded the other day, Matthew Stafford, and his the Lions got you know the Lions got stuff back. <laughs> so I mean, like, I I think Carson, I, I I think you're right. I think you're right in the fact that they're probably saying, look. We're probably gonna do like I, I have come to your side on this. Like I think the two I think they've all sat down because again, like it's February, whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure at some point you gotta sit down with this dude. I think they all sat down and said, like, well, so what you're saying is they have because we were like, Oh, they haven't talked. I'm like, you, you gotta you gotta you I talk, guarantee you, you, probably you talk talking to your starting quarterback. Three, they're probably talking three times a week. You talk, like, I don't know if they're talking three times a week, but I, I said I think they talked and said, Look, man, you I think, know you probably you probably don't want to be here. No, so, in your mind, have they given up the convincing? Could, could the convincing of getting him to stay? Yes. Yeah. yeah or or more important, like, no, I, I really, really believe, Roy, that this is a going to be a mutual divorce. Like, yeah, I, I, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, no, this isn't like Carson's – this isn't Deshaun Watson, Texans. No, 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 no. No, the, the, they have come together. I think I think they came together. Here's how I think it played out. I think it came out. I was like, look, I know you're upset. I know you're mad. You know, you're like, you're a guy, but you got to fight for it. And Carson's probably like, I ain't here for it. Like you yeah. guys lied, you guys lied, you guys lied to me. Whatever, yes. whatever, yeah. whatever. You like Jalen, like, you drafted Jalen Hurts. Like you gave me all this money, then you drafted Jalen Hurts. Like you know, I, I can't trust you guys no more. And so they said, go to North Dakota, go shoot some bison. We'll try to figure this out by March, and then by March, then we'll have this figured out. That's yeah. how I think. That's how I think. And, and I think he was like, "Yo, don't say anything. Don't talk to like I don't know like whoever." He, what, what they said to him? They're probably like, "Yo." Just keep a low profile. He don't, but he don't talk anyway, really. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it's not no, but like he didn't even wish the coach, yo, let's go. Like he didn't even, like yeah, he could have gave you a let's go. Like a quote tweet, let's go. He could give you a let's go. He could have gave you a let's go. But yeah, so hell, you're not getting that from any player. Yeah. <laughs> this is why, like, and and that's why I keep saying. You really need to break this this dysfunction cycle because really it, it's a dysfunctional cycle. Like I, I mean, and I hate to say it, it starts with Carson Wentz. Like once you like move him, you send a message to the entire roster. It's like, yo, we're not dealing with this anymore because really, like this is this has been a culmination. You can talk about the sorry, sorry, the bad drafts, the bad free agent signings. This. Th- the primary issue, other than Carson Wentz just regressing, is this team has gotten fat and lazy. 
mm-hmm. and they don't got they're they're not underdogs they're just dogs and they're like you, you you know what we're turning the page and whoever ain't a, who don't want to be a part of it you'll probably see a but a couple if you were to trade Carson you might see a couple of the vets move because they're like you need to you need to rid yourselves of like because people can talk about all these veterans these veterans have let this happen for two years. Yeah, and, and yeah, and Carson. If and when Carson goes, and probably it looks more likely by the day that Carson's going to go, like you're going to see the gradual purge of the veterans on this on this roster. Again, you can't yeah. do it all this year because it's just impossible. So cap wise, but again, two years from now, like most of these veterans are going to be gone. I mean, the only ones who are going to be here are like the young guys who are going to be here for ideally, I going to be here for the, the long haul, the the Miles Sanders, the the Jalen Ragers, those those types of guys. But the question beg it begs the question though with this Carson Wentz thing, what can you get for Carson Wentz? I'm seeing a lot of stuff out there. Again, Carson Wentz, we've seen good things out of Carson Wentz. He had a terrible 11 and a half games this season. The truth is probably somewhere in the middle. You know, former number two pick doesn't stink. Well, didn't stink for the most part. What can you get for Carson? What's a reasonable return for Carson Wentz? Second round pick. Okay, because I've seen low ones, high twos, or, you know, Carson in a, you know, like Carson in the two four late one or something like that. Like I've seen something, I've seen stuff in that area. I think that's about right. A low one, high two. I think yeah. that's a reasonable, you know, reasonable return for Carson Wentz. Is, is that is that enough for you, or do you not care? Oh, I don't care. I, I don't what if care. what if somebody says a three? Yeah, you don't care. Okay, all right, you saw. <laughs> no, for me, it's just purging. Like this, like I'm sorry. Like I, I I'm not going to speculate, but there, like he's been at the head of a lot of the bull that's happened, whether it's Alshon, whether it, like, I, I mean, like, like Malcolm Jenkins even said it, like Malcolm said, like, I don't know, like, like, and kudos to Malcolm for like putting his name out there. Not mm-hmm. like, I don't know, going to J.A. or like, I don't know, like, I don't know, someone's favorite, like, I don't know, reporter and saying this. He's like, yo, they babied Carson. Carson took advantage of the baby. No, I mean, look, he's right. Like we've all seen it, and again, we've all you know heard the stories and Carson Wentz and the and the practice habits. Fake and- news, fake that. Like, see, this is what I, I I can't stand is like people are just selectively picking what stories to like. I, I mean, oh, Adam Schefter, like, why why does Adam Schefter need to make up a story? Yeah, you don't have a dog in his hunt. Like, it don't really matter, to Adam Schefter. Like, it's fine. Like, now I'll say this though, Adam Schefter, he's going, he's giving you a whole lot of I think or maybe or possibly like. Give me that hard reporting news, man. Give me that hard news, Adam Schefter. Tell me what you heard. Tell me what that snitch Howie told you. <laughs> I know, I know this that rat Howie is giving you some information, and I know you can't put Howie's name on it, but just say like, you know, my source is inside the building. Just give me that, man. Just don't give me. I think I heard. I need a little bit more from you. I need a little bit more. Now, now like we could do this if, if and when it's done. But like, what has like in, in your mind? What mm-hmm. has flipped you to the other side? This is way too much smoke. <laughs> like everyone's talking about it. like everybody's talking about it. and again i don't know i'm still not i'm still not sold on the nfl.com network story that they're not doing the calling but they're getting the calls i'm not entirely sold on that because i think it's at, i think they're at the point where they realize they gotta they gotta make some calls i, I um, guess now 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 to be of this is is there a market there's always a coach out there because look look at the quarterbacks in this league the quarterbacks in this league, by and large, stink. All right, like Carson Wentz. At even with the Carson, well, I, he was he stunk last year, but Carson Wentz, as he is right now, 
there's probably like 12 coaches out there who's like, yo, this dude's better than the dude I plan to start on. I plan to start in September. I promise you. One of those teams will one of those teams will bite. You will have you will have a decent market for Carson Wentz. No, sure. and no, and and the fact that Matthew Stafford went to a team that frankly wasn't real until the last couple of weeks, until they just decided we just need to get rid of Jared Goff. Like, I, I mean, could you imagine how bad Carson Wentz would be in his feelings if Sean McVay treated him like that? Yeah, Sean McVay treated Jared Goff like <laughs> trash. And like he had a pretty decent amount of success with Jared Goff. Like he I, I would mean, rather have John Wolford than Jared. Like, no, and, and like Jared Goff is like, dude, they didn't want me. I don't want to be the like no. See, like that's I, I feel like the way it's kind of going similar to the because you didn't hear Jared Goff complain. Like, I mean, no. well, one, they did it with the quickness. Yeah. They were just like, yo, yo, Matthews and Cabo, make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they they, yeah, they put it. They, I was gonna say they put him out of his misery, but I think I think Jared Goff knew the writing was on the wall because like when the owner and the coach was like, I don't know, he a ram right now, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine if 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 Howie Rosen said that? Yeah, then then, then like you know, then the writing's on the wall, and it's kind of like you know, it's a it's a it's a fait accompli at, at that point. Um, but, yeah, no, but, but but Roy, do the Eagles know that like time's running out? Like at some point, you're gonna have to let the cat out of the bag. I, look, like, the the clock is March nineteenth. I mean, we all know, we all know, like we know the time. Like, we know take the, you know what? I might take a vacation day that day because you know what? That like that could be one because Roy, like if you would have said this a week after Carson got concussed and lost, you'd be like, what? It has literally been a like it's been a year since a year like change. he took Deontay Burnett. And like I don't know all these dudes, and like, I, you know, Roy, I really feel like his Eagles career like unofficially ended when his face hit the turf against. No, that was guy. it. That, that was it. When when Jadavion Clowney. Because like, I feel that that yeah. was the event that triggered everything. That was it. That was that triggered everything. That triggered whatever physical issues or mental issues that he had. Well, physical issues and mental issues he had concerning his on the play, his his, his, his play on the field and the Jalen Hurts thing and all that. Like, and it, it all, everything. Yeah. That was, that's the Ryan Howard Achilles. Yes. No, 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 no. Oh, holy smokes. No, that like Jalen Hurts does not get drafted. If Carson, if, if Jadavion Clowney doesn't like crack Carson's skull on the ground. Yeah. No, like none of this, none of he doesn't get drafted. So really, we need Doug to Peter- indirectly blame Jadavian Clowney. It's like Doug Peterson probably doesn't get fired, and like all like none of this happens. Like that's it. It's a Jadavian Clowney effect. So we will see where this goes with Carson Wentz. But we got to talk about the Super Bowl because again, Super Bowl fifty five coming up this weekend. Kansas City favored by three. The over under 56, 56 and a half, depending on your local or not so local sports book. Again, this is a rematch from a previous matchup this year. The Chiefs. Won their week twelve game twenty seven to twenty four. Wasn't really if you, close. If you if you really if you remember that was a game that Tyreek Hill had like a thousand yards in like the first quarter, um, like two hundred yards actually in the first quarter. Just was just running all over the place. Tampa Bay actually came back in that game, um, but like Chris said, it wasn't that close. Um, just kind of you. What's your what's your knee jerk reaction to this game on Sunday? I need to jerk my knee a little bit more. Like okay. I like I know I like I I like. I don't know if because usually there's like well maybe because I've been like involved in like video games but I mean like it there there doesn't feel like that like this should be a massive event it it really should be like I mean like this should be starting every sports center but there's nothing 
no one's starting anything. Like you haven't heard, like, I don't know, like, cause usually you'll like hear like some player, like say something stupid at like, no, you know, what changed the game Roy was media day. Mm-hmm. Not having one. Because usually that's like, like, like that's the, like, that's the match that lights everything up where you just get like, like guys doing goofy stuff da, da, da. like that that's changed like the like the hype for this game for me and because really like this is you can't get like you have elite players you have an elite coach going for back to back you have a guy going for seven super bowls i like i don't know like and and i've tried to like handicap this and i think it's close like i like i know like the chiefs like the Chiefs really have this like Rams 01 kind of mystique right now where they're just like, yo, we can't be touched. But you know who touched the Rams in 2001? The same dude. I kind of go back and forth with this. I'm, I'm so, so I'm leaning to KC either, like no matter what, but I'm kind of going back and forth whether it's going to be close or whether it's going to be, I won't say a blowout, but it's going to be like, a, you know, I mean, maybe a 10 point win because I just don't see. Granted, you don't want to ever bet against Tom Brady, but you really don't want to bet against Patrick Mahomes. And even when the Chiefs have been down, we saw last in the last postseason, we saw this year too. You know, they get down early and they'll just come back and they'll just stomp you out because they're just that good. They're really good. Now, a lot of their games more recently have been close, but I just don't see the Bucks keeping up with the the Chiefs. I just don't see like I don't see a track meet necessarily. But if Patrick Mahomes puts up thirty and the Chiefs put up 30, 31, which they can easily do. I don't see the Bucks easily doing that as well. So I I'm going to lean towards the Chiefs and and lean towards Patrick Mahomes. That said, I am concerned at the fact that again, your offensive lineman, you know, yeah. your right tackle and your left tackle are, are kind of relatively inexperienced. Again, no Eric Fisher. And again, the Tampa Bay D line is good. The Tampa Bay Tampa linebackers Bay are good. Line, Tampa Bay defensive line is why they beat the Packers. Right. And, the the and, linebackers and, are good. And the Packers didn't have their linemen either. Right. So I am that that gives me pause. And again, look, if any team can score points, again, it's a Tampa Bay team that has, you know, Mike Evans and Antonio Brown and you know Chris Godwin, Cameron Braden, Scotty Miller, and Rob Gronkowski. I mean, they can put points up on the board. Leonard Fournette. I mean, they have the offensive skill position, you know, the weapons to do it. It seems like, and again, like we, we you know, we've seen you know Eagles teams in recent history. Like it seems like Tampa Bay is a team that usually, you know, by and large takes. So 12, 12, 13, 14 plays to score. Yeah. Whereas Tampa Bay takes five or six at the most to score. And so I think Tampa, I think, you know, in a game like this, I think Tampa Bay, I think uh, the Kansas City is probably gonna, you know, take take more of advantage of their, you know, of their possessions and score more points. So I'll go with the Chiefs. Yeah, I like you, I go back and forth with this. I like obviously like my initial thought is Chiefs. I don't know route. Like I don't think. Like I. Don't, I just don't think Tom Brady gets routed in a Super Bowl. Yeah, like exactly. I. Like, yeah, like I. I. I think it will That's be close. Yeah, yeah. Like I think. I. I think this could be a last possession game, mm. where like I don't know. Like, like the the Bucks could like the Bucks have the ball to win the game, and Brady makes a mistake. Like I know, and, and right now, air quotes or on air quotes Thursday, I'm gonna say that. That Tampa or no KC wins by four. I'll All say, right. I'll say thirty-one twenty-seven. Yeah, that's that's right above the number. Um, like you were mentioned before, and I meant to say, meant to say this before. You know, obviously, media day this year was virtual, given everything that's going on. 
the biggest story of this week is the Kansas City Barber. Um, and that's, that's telling you, again, a lot about this game, which, like you said, you have Tom Brady, again, arguably the greatest quarterback. I don't even not saying arguably anymore. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. And you have Patrick Mahomes, who is on a path to be the greatest quarterback of all time. And the biggest story of the week is a barber who had COVID-19 who um, caused a couple of guys to go into seclusion and be quarantined from the team. We should really be talking about the two, two of the greatest yeah. quarterbacks we've yeah. ever seen in our lives, and we're not, which is a little you know, weird. And, and, and it's 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 not the same as a Zoom media day no. and having like that Brazilian woman. Like right. I don't know, like like it's like that. Like they they have made that an, an event at night. Yeah, like, like you, you can buy tickets to it. Yes, like I don't know, like you don't have that, and and it's like that is. Like that has, and one you don't have the hullabaloo of people coming in. Like I don't know, like that that city feel. Like I like it. It's like it's amazing how like we got we got so hyped about because like all in all, I think this was a pretty damn good football season. I, I mean, hell, I was at well, absent the Eagles. I was entertained, yeah, but it, yeah, it, it yeah. feels like this event right here. Like it, like I, like we say with like. Like the big wrestling events, like Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, you need that like that big feel fight, like that big fight feel. And this right now doesn't have a big fight. It, it will a kickoff. Yeah, but say, I mean, on Sunday it will. On Sunday yeah. it will. Yeah, on Sunday we'll get we'll get some juice. All right, let me ask you a question before we move on. Tom Brady wins. If he wins, it's what seven and ten. Yes, seven and ten Super Bowl. So does that does that elevate him past MJ on the goat list? Is he pa- or maybe he's passing now? I don't know. I don't know how you rank him, but does it put him past Michael Jordan on the on the goat no, list? But, it's not. But okay. but you can have the conversation. Okay. All right right I mean, now you can't have the conversation. Okay, but you can have the conversation again. Seven 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 chips. You know, chips in both conferences. You know, he's forty. Whatever he is, forty. He's the best football player of all time. What's that? Is he the best football? Well, if, if he were to win seven, if he would have. If he would do seven ten, the seven ten split is is Tom Brady the best football player of all time? It's hard to say. It's hard to say no at that point. I mean, <laughs> like God bless you know Jerry Rice and Jim yeah. Brown and those dudes, but it's hard. I can't. I can't say no at that at that point. It'd be hard. To, it'd be hard to argue against that. No, I I, I mean like the dude's forty three years old. Like I mean like like we we saw Drew Brees like like the cliff that these guys fall off is crazy. Look mm-hmm. at Ben. Look at Peyton. <laughs> Drew, right? So DB12 method, like they're they're obviously a, no DB nine method. No, because <laughs> no, he doesn't have what's that? What's his coach's name? What's that guy's name? Alex, Alex, oh, 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 Guerrero? Alex Guerrero. Yeah, Alex Guerrero. Yeah, DB ain't got Alex Guerrero, man. Like oh. Alex Guerrero, he'd be slinging it a couple more years. Yeah, no, and, and and like I know people are tired of him winning, but yo, this is hell of a like for all the all the all the Hall of Fame quarterbacks that that went to other teams, whether it's Montana, mm-hmm. that scumbag Favre. Like I, I, I mean, <laughs> like, like all these guys that went to other teams, they never made it to another Super Bowl. No, Joe got close. So did Favre. They never got to. And, and, and you know what's funny? Where I wish we had a long, a, a, like, had a long time to talk about Aaron Rodgers because that dude's record in championship games ain't great. It's not and, good. And, and, and and for him being anointed one of the greatest of all time, you can't have that. Was he like one one and four in conference title games? You know what? Like people should crucify him like they used to Elway. I'm, I'm going to say this: Aaron Rodgers is the best thrower of the football I have ever seen, 
But again, he's got some dings on his resume, and it's not—it's not all. Oh, he never had help. I can't. I can't give. I can't do all that. I can't. Tampa, it's it's like they like you know they they've lost to Eli Manning. They lost to Eli Manning at home. Like yeah. that for me was like you lost a divisional game that uh, you had a buy at and lost to Eli Manning on the road. Like that is that's that's LeBron losing to JJ Barea. In my opinion. <laughs> Put some respect to Eli's name, man. Put some respect to that. <laughs> no, because I like, like, because I love these anniversaries because we had like the Eagles one, but I I forgot when when it happened when the Giants beat the Patriots. That really did feel like one of the biggest upsets of all time. It was amazing. Sport. It was amazing. Like I, I I really thought like there was zero chance of that happening. Like I just thought you were gonna run the table. It was like it was unbelievable. No, because was, that entire season, because that was when Brady like took that leap that was lost yeah. yeah like lost but like I, I mean like i like the giants were like literally no one gave them a chance no nobody nobody and, uh, and it was an amazing super bowl but again this game against a three-point game so this should be a, a pretty decent game it's supposed to rain earlier in the day on sunday but it's supposed to be you know chance of showers 40 percent chance of showers so hopefully the weather clears off at kickoff we have a pretty good game we do need to talk some basketball though because our sixers Number one in the Eastern Conference, the Sixers have the Coach of the Month in Doc Rivers. They have the Player of the Month in Joel Hans and Bede, and they are now, or as of this recording, twelve and zero with all all five starters in the lineup. Does Joel Embiid the NBA MVP right now? I generally don't like this question because it's like twenty percent in, but yeah, like I, I mean, it is. Do I see him keeping it up? I, I mean, like hell, he is. I can't remember another Philly. Sixer, hell, like definitely Sixer since AI. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember another Philly athlete that's been, of course, 2017 Carson Wentz. Well, always, well, well, always Wentz. <laughs> but I mean, but other than like, I asked this question, like, and I know it's 20 games in, like, I, I mean, just just extrapolate to like, like, what other great se- Philly athletes seasons have there been in the last 10 years? Like I like I, I I thought about it. I was like, maybe one of those holiday seasons because that Roy Howard was really freaky. He was really good. He was really good. And like maybe a Ryan Howard season. Like maybe that's like, kind of like, like. Did he have? But I mean, after tw- I mean, you said last last ten years. I mean, oh, okay, fifteen. Yeah, okay. So you yeah, had he, like you you had a Howard fifty eight home. You had fifty eight homers, right? And and I think. Like you, you have to put Jimmy Rollins in there. Hell, he won the MVP. He won. Right? He won. Yeah, Jimmy Rollins won the MVP. That was, but that was. 07? That was 07, yeah. right? Yeah, it was 07. I know I know Giroux was in the uh MVP running for a couple well, yeah, he a little other run. than that Carson Wentz, like I, I mean like 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 tw- 27 and 2? No. No, no, no Eagles. No <laughs> Eagles for the last 15 years, no Eagles other than Carson. Yeah, which Where, again, like you feel I mean. like you have an elite player. Mm-hmm. Elite. Like 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 all like I, I like to say all pro, like all pro sports. Yeah, he's all pro. He's he's an, he's he is the obviously the best player in Philadelphia, but he's you know the by you know by like I I, I struggle with this whole like Nikola Jokic thing because again like you can argue who's better all all the time you want like the, the Sixers are clearly the best team in the Eastern Conference like by far they're two and a half games up as we're doing the show like he's the best player on the best team in the Eastern Conference they just beat the Lakers how is he not the MVP like the only thing I, I I'm concerned about not I'm concerned about. How many games does Joel Embiid need to play in order to get? Yeah, because again, yeah, no. there's only 72 games this year. If he plays 58, have, then yeah. does he get? Always have that injury ding. 
Like, I, I mean, right. because Jokic, like, I don't know, like, doesn't need the load management. And, like, I, I, I mean, like, like, I'm just not going to, like, people want to, like, go on this, like, hill and say Joel Embiid will, is definitively the best player over Jokic. It's like, Jokic, yeah, Jokic is unreal. Like, He's I really mean, good. like, no, it changes by the week. Like, I, I mean, like, those two are really the two comparable guys. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, like, because I don't think Anthony Davis is a big man. Like, like Andy Davis is, like, a like a small forward who just happens to be seven foot. Like, right. these guys are legit big men. Right. And, I, I mean, they have similar – they have similar supporting cast. I mean, Denver gets dinged because they're in the Western Conference and they have to play, like, the L.A. teams. Right. Like, I like so it's – no, like, I, I mean, like – I would venture to say that Denver is Philly East. That, like, I mean, like, if all things were equal, yeah, they, could, similar. Yeah. Like, they don't really have a second star. Like, I, I mean, like, a legit one. Sorry. Like, no, yeah. like, uh, like, Jamal Murray is probably comparable to Ben. Like, I don't know if, if you like if, if all things being equal. Mm-hmm. Like, Toby might be better than their third guy. Yeah, Toby's know. better than whoever, whoever that third guy is. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, I think Denver is a little deeper. But I mean, no, like, I, I mean, and this really just comes back to, like, I, I know you're not, not going to do it based on who gets the finals, but, like, like all all things being considered, who has a better chance to make it to the finals, the, the like, the Sixers or the Nuggets? Oh, the Sixers. Yep. Yeah, so, all right. No, yeah, and, so, no, yeah. and that's going to, and that's going to, like, fall into Embiid's favor. It's like, you know, like, like they have the optics of being a championship team, even though like it sucks because Denver ha- is a is the same caliber of championship team as the Sixers. They just happen to be at different conferences. Yeah, like if you put the, if you put the Nuggets in the in the Eastern Conference, like right now, they'd be a top two team. I'm about to say like they're probably two games back of the Sixers. I mean they're pretty yeah. good. I mean you know like their record is, you know isn't as good as the Sixers now because they play like you said they play in the West. They played they play the the Clippers and the Lakers four times a year in Houston and you know a bunch of good bunch of good yeah. teams. Now are are, are you has, has your angst or anxiety about this playoff half-court offensive side. Because honestly, for me, it has a little bit. Well, and it's not because of what the Sixers are doing. It's to see what is happening in the East. Because the East is terrible. Again. East is terrible. Yeah, like the the, uh, the I mean, we, we knew the Heat would fall off. But, like, they've fallen off. Um, I saw today. The Raptors are falling off. Yeah, I saw today. Was it the I think the Hornets are the I think was it Cleveland's a seven seed and the Hornets are the eight seed. That's the terrible. Knicks are in the mix for the playoffs. If the if the Hornet if the if the Cavs and the Hornets are the, are the, are the seven and eight seed in the East, the East stinks. Yeah. If the East stinks, then the, you know what? I feel a lot better about the Sixers team. I really do. No, and and I I I know like Saturday is going to be a big game. Like like, but like they knocked down the big challenge against LA, but. The Nets are really who they need to focus on. Like, yeah. like they need to, like I don't, like maybe Milwaukee to a point because I still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still don't know what this team looks like against a a really good defense. Like, I mean, the Lakers are a really good defense, but I need to see that play out in like a, a series because right. like you make adjustments and you still see Simmons do the same dumb stuff or just the maddening stuff. But Tobias Harris is really covering up for him by just being a borderline second best player on a really good team. You know, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, we have 90 seconds, so we got to keep this super brief. But two guys who don't really watch wrestling as much as we used to, we kind of threw out some guesses, and hey, we were right. Bianca Belair won the Women's Rumble. Edge won the Men's Rumble for WWE at Royal Rumble last week. So let me ask you real quick. We got to keep it brief. Is it going to be Edge Roman at Mania? Is that the, is that Vince McMahon's money match in WrestleMania? No. Nope. Oh, you know, we go. We go. We go. 
it's going to be Edge versus Finn Balor for the NXT Championship because I don't know if you Ooh. saw Edge was at NXT last night. He did go. He showed up. Or or Finn Balor, Pete Dunne. Okay. All right. So 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 Edge, right? Edge Balor. Oh, we still don't know like what's happening on that other. So obviously, this opens it up for the elimination chamber. Exactly. So who, who wins the elimination chamber? Oh, I didn't even think. I didn't even think about that. No, because I, I still think. I think I'm going to go with your your prediction from last week, the Edge Roman thing. Because again, spear versus spear, blah 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 blah, all that stuff. It, it, it does enough to sell a match. I haven't thought about elimination chamber yet. I, I will have an answer for you next week. I promise. I will have an answer yeah. for you. Um, but I think the others, like, you know, Randy Orton's doing his Bray Wyatt thing, so he's out of the way. Like, like some of these pieces are coming together, but there's still a whole lot of, you know, what ifs. But like Vince said, well, like the, the dirt sheets say, the only thing we know is that Roman Reigns is wrestling somebody at WrestleMania and Bianca <laughs> Belair is wrestling somebody at WrestleMania. We don't know who that is. That's all we got. Um, but we do got to get out of here. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Till next week, we are done. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you. See you, everybody. What do you want a da-da-da? What do y'all want a da-da-da? I'm not a da with a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressa da-da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to Progressa and sa. Mm-hmm. We could sa and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressa da-da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're gonna da-da-da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da-da-da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get more vape for your money with Views Alto. Right now, you can get a two-pod Alto flavor pack in-store for just $12.99 plus tax. Available in three bold flavors and three nicotine levels. Get your Views Alto in-store or at Views.com. Views. Charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. Limited time offer. Void where prohibited. Website and offers restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers.